we're back. We are back. Maybe better than ever. Probably better than ever. I think so. Uh, yeah. High expectations, huh? Two squirrels. One nut. One nut. Presented by <laughs> Lavazza. Lavazza. So, dude. I know. I think I mentioned that I went to Tuscany, right? Mm-hmm. Or that I was going to go to, to Tuscany. Um, so that's past now. <laughs> and wherever I went, you know, th- there was Lavazza everywhere. And then those beautiful old, you know, like those vintage signs or vintage napkins with the Lavazza logo on it. And Lavazza, if you hear this, come on, huh? Come on. Andiamo, come, <laughs> come to us. Let's talk. I mean, we're gonna do free advertising for you anyway so yeah i guess no need to contact us but it would just be a huge honor yes that's all come true that's all dream big <laughs> like us yeah how are you i'm good i'm ready ready okay i'm gonna start us off today with a, a rapid fire first i got three oh. quick questions that i need mm-hmm. your opinion on how rapid very rapid i mean you'll see it's like a a real quick hitter okay Okay. are you ready for this i'm a real quick hitter yeah Yeah, yes you are i've heard from multiple people (laughs) (laughs) okay do you say gif or jif gif data or data uh i think i think i say a weird mix of both because okay. i'm never sure what's right so i'm like data <laughs> i i say both as well but I, but yeah i, I think it depends on the mood and who i talk to i think also okay wow wait so is, da- is data the american data i think is the i think data is the american way data data where's data 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 left because you suck <laughs> okay it's your fault last one rank your chris's chris evans chris pratt chris hemsworth and chris pine <laughs> rank your chris's i was like i didn't even understand the question first um chris pratt last okay uh then um chris uh, evans hemsworth yep. and pine is number one exact same ranking for me no no. are you serious and pine is way above the other ones yeah of course what a category oh shit that's why are we even doing this i know it's kind of sick we're trying it's like we want to do a podcast where we fight about topics and it's we're not fighting two opposing views coming together to discuss the topics no we just agree on everything yeah yeah (laughs) green views uh, just agreeing on everything in this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Let's get into Good the stuff. actual questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question Presented number by Lavazza. Yeah. <laughs> Should we all be required to volunteer in our communities? Hmm. Uh, like like a like a social service after high school, something, or like your your whole life. Once a year, you have to give a certain amount of time to your community. Once a year, okay. Community service mandatory. Yeah, I say yes. I think it's so. Why I was asking, you know, this community service after school is because that's a concept that exists in certain states, right? And it yep. it, it, it existed in Germany too. Mm-hmm. So you, I guess, you went to military, 
like long time ago after yeah. school and then you had the option between military and like a social service or whatever uh and i i'm too young for it i didn't do it i just went <laughs> and, and traveled we did work and travel in australia new zealand where the work part is definitely a lot smaller than the travel part right i think that it's a good thing i think it's good to be kind of be forced to also do those do those things and kind of get those experiences um and and maybe also get outside of your bubble mm. i think that will help a lot of people and to just understand the significance of diversity and how different people have very different lifestyles and challenges and just i think it helps to build a better overall respect and understanding for diversity of life models let's say and what people go through and just yeah i think it would help the society i mean it would obviously help because people would be helping but i think i'm talking more about like the the beautiful global side effect it would have mm. to like the the, the conscious understanding of society mm. that people would have yeah mm. yeah i think that's a yeah that's a interesting point i was thinking i, I agree with that 100 i think it's you know especially I think we've talked about before in, <laughs> in social media, it's easy to craft a bubble or, you know, yeah. uh, e even in your real day-to-day -day life where you can craft who you're interacting with very, very much so. Um, mm -hmm. But I think also just like to help create a sense of community and you see people that maybe you wouldn't see and it's like, oh, I know that person And it just yeah. is, and also the community benefits if it's like, you know, you're going to go clean yeah. or you're going to do a, I don't know, you're helping get winter coats for kids or something like that, yeah. whatever it is. I think it's, it's beneficial. And yeah. I think, you know, maybe one, one day a year, or I don't even know what it would be, but I think it's such a small amount to give to make a better place that you live in. Totally. And I think, I mean, just, I guess from a, political or, or macroeconomic perspective, it would probably be an actual benefit if you can handle the organizing part of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a good efficient process, which Germany's not necessarily known known for, uh for for managing, you know, let's say whatever, yeah. if it's adults, maybe 40, 50 million people yeah. to volunteer for a day sounds like a horrible uh, task. But I think also when we I think there's um Is it Finland or Sweden? It must be one of those beautiful countries up north where they're testing the four-day week. Four I think day Finland. Work week. Finland, right? Yeah. And I think one of the arguments pro or four-day week for them is that it would basically support the healthcare system, for example, mm. because people on their, let's say, fifth day of work, which then they're not working at, um, could do community service, could mm. drive their kids to... Uh, whatever football practice and mm -hmm. and just do things um, like social things right. or volunteer that they couldn't that, that they couldn't do in a five-day week right and 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 they were kind of evaluating the positive impact of that and i i i, I truly believe in that to be honest yeah. i think that you know society as a whole can 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 really benefit and also like i think for health insurances and, and stuff i think they would have you know um less less risk and less spending because people are are living an overall healthier life and yeah. and you know for example you could you could be helping your 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 sick old aunt for example mm. right mm -hmm. that you potentially couldn't do 
Yeah. Uh, and that's also, I think, for the uh, unconditional basic income. I think that mm. that's a similar kind of, you know, idea yeah. that, that people could have, you know, time and, and money to, to, to potentially help them, you know, because we yeah. are very short of people in daycare, et cetera. So, yeah. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. That's time. Yeah. Nice, nice. Question. Oh, wrong. Question number two. Ooh. Is it better to watch a movie at home or at the cinema? <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, think. I think for for me personally, it depends on the movie a mm. bit. Um. I can be really lazy. Mm-hmm. And I think there's great benefits of watching a movie at home. I have a nice TV, very comfy couch, privacy, a fridge, food, delivery. You know, the people I want around me, uh, my bed. <laughs> there's so many benefits yeah. to watching a movie at home. But obviously, there's like one big disadvantage is you don't have that kind of experience and i think it's two different things to me so it's almost hard to compare i think when you go to to movie theater it's it's like an event right it's like yeah. you watch a movie in a different way and i think especially movies like i think the one of the last ones i watched was babylon mm-hmm. which is like this crazy visual experience right mm-hmm. it's it's a fine story but it's just glamorous and big and like you know a gatsby kind of kind of thing and i think that wouldn't have been really you know impressive at home Mm -hmm. so i think that's a movie that you need to watch or like a big action movie or like the new mission impossible whatever i guess you should watch there but i think i would still go with home (laughs) if i had to decide just because of the accessibility and that it's it's less of a hustle (laughs) (laughs) and i just i just kind of like to also be able to sometimes stop things and think about something or you know what i mean just just Mm -hmm. i don't know i just feel like i'm in my private space obviously just a a bit more relaxed yeah i i mean i think 90 percent of the movies that are made right now are just as good to consume at home as in the theater i think like to your point there are definitely movies that are you want you want that surround sound blow your socks off type of experience where it's like yeah look at this it's a go 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 i think i think it's like obviously it's more special to go to the movies to the theater Mm -hmm. and watch a movie or the cinema whatever we call it now um (laughs) but i would always prefer to watch a movie at home okay yeah shit again (laughs) all right yeah yeah that was uh Oh, I keep going to the wrong document. <coughs> Bless you. Sorry. Should we all have a social media detox day once a week? Yep. Next. <laughs> <laughs> but do do you think it should be like in your social apps itself? You have to schedule a one day break where you yeah, can't. Yeah, no, I mean that them. would that would help because then you you wouldn't be you wouldn't be kind of you wouldn't have to be that disciplined yourself 
And I think it's I think it's nicer to do those things knowing that everyone needs to do them. It's not because I think social media is is also a lot of FOMO, right? Mm. It's like I want to know what others are doing or uh, maybe for people who post regularly, it's like uh, I need my followers to know where I am and stuff. And I think if it's just like, hey, I know that everyone has this one day off a week. Yeah, that might help to 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 do it. Yeah. No, I think it's it's good to force that for sure. But oh, so you would say like there's a one day a week every Friday, Instagram, Twitter, all of them they uh, don't work. Or were you no, just not what? They're just everyone has to choose one day at right. least a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would already help. I think yeah. I think that would be cool to just let people choose. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. T- Touchgrass sure. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Touchgrass Tuesday. I would probably even do it on a weekend. Yeah. I think I think having like the actual free time and not work and I mean our jobs are somewhat also dependent on social media. Yeah. Um but but yeah, I think a Sunday, I know even a, maybe a Saturday, even a Saturday without a phone, yeah, or without social media, sounds great. And I think it forces people to do other things and to not have a million tiny moments in the day where they quickly scroll for five minutes, yeah, because they're taking a piss, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, scroll through some stupid reels that no one will ever remember in their yeah, life. Um, totally, yeah. Like look at your pickups on your phone because it tracks that obviously and. I think most people would be surprised at how often it's just this reflex that you just go to. And like we talk about all the time how, you know, we scroll on Instagram and can't remember a single post that we looked at. Yeah, (laughs) 100%. And I have a a life hack. So what I do is I I have all my apps kind of sorted by category or most of them uh, in folders on my iPhone and like app folders. And I think putting Instagram in a folder on the second page kind of helps because it's this extra little tiny bit of effort that you need to open the app. Yeah. That, that helps me. Already. I, that's funny. I have the same thing, but not in yeah. files, but I have it at the, as far back as it can go. So I have okay. to scroll through <laughs> the sides just to get there. And it did. That's it, why your, why your left thumb is so strong. Right? <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I do have timers on, uh, I have a timer on Instagram for oh. an amount today, but I normally just say, okay, and keep going. I don't adhere <laughs> to the, but I don't think I'm someone who's uh, terminally online or is an, a real. I love it how you're being a of. bitch to your own timer. It's like, <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, that's cute. That's kind of cute that you're trying <laughs> to remind me. <laughs> yeah, nice try. Nice try. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, okay. sure. Let's okay. do it. Okay. Fuck it. All right, let's uh, start a trend. Okay, is online learning as effective as traditional classroom learning? Hmm. I guess it depends on what you want to learn. I think again, there's there's like the, I guess there's the actual subject and the actual like content of the subject that you need to learn, and then I think there's a lot of other things that you learn in a classroom with actual people that you don't learn at home. What would you say? What would be an example of something you think you need to learn more in a classroom as opposed to online? Social interaction, how you react to to someone actually saying something maybe against your argument, um, being able to shut up and sit there for a while, fo- maybe more focus. Um, I think there's all those kind of soft skills, soft factors, you know, because obviously you can learn 
how a formula in math works on your computer or you can learn it with your teacher writing it on the on the thing on the on the chalkboard but i think that just the dynamic of having multiple people in the classroom and and i mean if you want to make it even bigger then go to you know your, your your breaks and stuff and just i think the human interaction when trying to learn something might be as important as the actual thing that you're learning mm. Um, and I don't know if that works on a Zoom call, to be honest. Or I guess online learning is sometimes a Zoom call, sometimes a presentation, sometimes mm -hmm. some kind of interactive interactive learning game. Or I, I don't know how they do it those days. But um, I think the social aspect of, of being in class with other students is relevant. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think I can't imagine my schooling education being just with a computer yeah. to, to all the points that you said about the social, like obviously when you go to school, the most exciting part of it is spending time with your friends. Yeah, exactly. And, and your it's point, what, what gets you through it. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think, um, what, uh, your point on, you know, I, putting ideas out there and then maybe having to defend them is a lot different. Like, I mean, you see, I, I keep going back to social media, but, you see something like Twitter, which is an, it is an app that I actually do like and I use a lot. But you mm -hmm. see all these people that are just like throwing these terrible ideas out and then people respond and try and help them maybe get a more insight and there's no response yeah. and probably they've not read it and they haven't seen it. Whereas you're face to face, you're forced to interact and defend yourself. Exactly. But I still think YouTube tutorials are one of the greatest things that YouTube has <laughs> has brought to this world like yeah having moved into a new house that's an old house that required a lot of work that i was able to then do because of youtube tutorials is that's true amazing yeah i guess the combination is 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 great as always it's it's a bit of a boring answer but i think it they it also depends on what kind of education you mean right if it's like mm. your actual first education as a kid or as a young adult i think it's good to be in a classroom, I think, especially also in uni, it's good to be in a classroom, right? I studied law and business and especially when, with cases or or moral questions, you know, um, I think it's just great to discuss with people, actually, mm. and not in a forum, but to actually see how people react to what you say mm -hmm. in the real world, I think is, is insanely important. And I think also because it feels like democracy, Western democracy is also somewhat in danger because we give a lot of attention to to you know commentaries on 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 social media you know and and cancel culture and hate speech and all that kind of stuff and then you go into the real world and you experience a whole different kind of energy i think yeah it's like the internet makes everything feel insanely bad insanely mean especially you were talking about twitter or x or whatever the fuck you call it oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so negative. Mm -hmm. It's so self-referential. It's so it's so arrogant and and mm. such an asshole world. And the real world is different. I think people yeah. are a lot more communicative and collaborative in the real world. And I think that's why it's so important to experience that and to remember that what you see online is not. It, it's part of the world, but it's yeah. not. It's not the the only kind of energy that we can experience. Totally. Which brings us back to Touchgrass Tuesday. Yeah, That's exactly. What's so important about it? 
it's a wholesome episode. It's like all the questions kind of work together. Exactly. Well, and the last question uh, kind of a destroys it all. No, not at all. It's super light. <laughs> and it's also with entertainment. Should you read the book first or watch the movie first? I think you read the book first. Yeah. I think that's a classic answer, probably, right? Mm -hmm. Watching a movie first, I guess, is more, is, is the more radical opinion. <laughs> um, it's, I just think that the depth of a book, um, or, or no, I, I think the beauty of a book is that everything happens in your head, right? Mm -hmm. Like you imagine what the person that's being described in the book looks like, or, um, the world that is being described looks like. So I think you that's the element that's, that's probably being, being taken to a, a big part. And I think, so the, the most beautiful element of reading, let's say, I mean, a novel, right? We're not talking yeah. about like, like some kind of, uh, science book, but I think in a novel, that's the most beautiful part. And I think that's the, the, the most craziest thing about literature is that you build this world in your head based on what you read and it's individual. And I think a movie takes this element. And so where's the point of reading the novel? If you kind of have the faces of some actors that are in all other movies as well, if you have them, you know, thinking about the character, you know, I think that that really takes the beauty and uniqueness and individuality of that piece of literature. I I mean I I think it can work both ways. I think no. Like <laughs> if you have a you have a book that's like what 350 pages something like that, right? Just a random book. And you have to boil it down to a 90-page script. You're going to mm -hmm. lose a lot of stuff. So yeah. if there's an actor or a director or someone attached to a story that you think is going to be really good, you then can watch the movie and get the universe set for you, get the actor, and then you read the book and it goes into even more depth and you can use your imagination to extend those scenes and those scenery. One example that I have is, <laughs> this is a great, probably we were just talking about Rotten Tomatoes before we started this. I yeah. would love to check the rating of it. But the, yeah. 13th, the 13th Warrior with Michael Crichton, a Michael Crichton book, uh, I don't know who directed it, starring Antonio Banderas. Do you have it? Yeah, it's 33%. I was going to say, is it less than 30%? <laughs> so bad. Such, such a great movie, such yeah. a great book. I watched the movie before the book, and I was so happy that I did it in that order because I had Antonio Banderas the whole time going through. Um, but that's a lucky incident because you liked him. But I think the risk is so high. The risk is high. You know, if there's a shitty actor that you don't like and then they're stuck in your head as this character who maybe is an awesome character in the book. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, st I, I was just I was trying to be a little controversial, but I definitely say you read the book before you watch the movie. I th Yeah. Or just don't read books at all. Just watch the movies. Exactly. Or that don't watch movies too. and just read books. Don't yeah. do both. You can do that, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I just don't like this constant oh the book is so much better than i the know movie. that's that's just i think we need to talk about that type of people 
I saw Sorry. a clip online, and this guy was like, "Oh my god, the the book." The book is so much better than the movie. They shouldn't have even made that movie. It's not even close. And he's like, full disclosure, I haven't read the book, but it is so much better. <laughs> Are you serious? Hey, how, what's his point? Like, how can he even say that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, shut up, people. <laughs> I mean, just shut up. You don't have to prove that you're intellectual or that you read or you're smart or something. Just, I mean, it's, if someone asks you, it's fine to say, I, I like the book better, but you don't have to like... No. No, just, just be vegan. Don't talk about it all day. It's yeah. like annoying. It's like just, just do what I do and use really big words when you don't need to to, to show <laughs> off and use them incorrectly. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, French, that. French, French words. The words. <laughs> exactly. With a Quebecois accent. Oh, Quebecois, Quebecois. <laughs> don't uh, alienate our Quebecois listeners. That was five. Yeah. Oh, quick today, huh? Yeah. Okay. Any other topics? Uh, rapid fire, quick, last one. Ooh. Do you have, would you say you fall in the category of being someone who gets FOMO or FIBO, fear of being included? Oh, phobia, fear of being included. <laughs> phobia? I've never heard that, to be honest. That's, I just saw it the other day for the first time. Okay. Fear of being included. I don't think I have either of it. Okay. I mean, I definitely don't have FOMO, no. and I'm I'm insanely happy about it. Like, I can be I can be at home watching a movie while all my friends go to a club. I mean, obviously, I would go if I wanted to go, right? But I wouldn't feel bad not going, or would I wouldn't be anxious of kind of missing some great experience that they might have. Uh, yeah. Who cares? Honestly, yeah. like I think FOMO is a real problem, and I think anyone who feels like they could be a formal person should try and work on it i think it really makes your life a lot easier they should try touch um, grass tuesday huh they should try touch grass tuesday exactly oh wow what a callback. <laughs> crazy yeah and my life is just so amazing <laughs> that why wouldn't i why would i have fomo right? everyone I, around I you i create FOMO. fomo exactly exactly, exactly. Uh, and FIBO, fear of being phobie. In, in phobie, phobie, fear of being included. I, I guess it depends on on what someone might want to include me. And who wants to include you? And who? If it's some weird stuff that I'm really uncomfortable with, I might I, I might be scared of being included. Yeah, <laughs> that would be Sobi. Yeah, <laughs> you have more Sobi than phobie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't don't include me. You can ask me. Yeah, but don't, like, don't just 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 assume I'm gonna join you. No, no. I, yeah, I think it's. I'm probably more often in a situation where, I'm. I have the problem that I have to politely, say no to people. Yeah. yeah. Then you know to feel FOMO and try to join something that I really don't yeah. feel like doing. Um, that's my bigger problem. Yeah. Yeah. I would be on the same, unfortunately, as per usual. Just so many friends. <laughs> yeah. That's my biggest problem. Exactly. So many friends. Yeah. Um, cool. So um, do you want to give a little recipe? You did marshmallows last night, right? Yep. I mean, it's so pretty standard. Tell our German listeners, it's standard where you come from. Right. My bad. So I um, think that's, I think it's a good little culinary guide. Yeah. 
So got a nice little fire pit out in the yard of my home mm-hmm. and made a nice little fire for me and my family. And then we had some well, Leibniz, we said. Was the yeah, Leibniz cakes. Yeah, yeah, Leibniz biscuits. Kekse, which are, mm-hmm. yeah, a nice, like a sweet biscuit thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a very like just just a very standard biscuit, right? There's no chocolate yeah. on it, nothing. It's yeah. just for our North yeah. American listeners, it's a similar shape to a graham cracker, but not the same taste. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you take a marshmallow, roast it in the fire until it's not golden the DJ. brown. Not the singer. Not, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 mm. no, no. You have him play music potentially, but you do yes. not do not put him exactly. in the fire. That's no. not right. No. Uh, and then you. You get your marshmallow golden brown, put a piece of milk chocolate on the cracker, the, or the Leibniz, the cakes, the cookie, whatever. And then the you cakes. put your marshmallow still on the stick, on your roasting stick, onto the chocolate. Then you take another Leibniz cakesa and put it on top and pull the mushroom off the, the, mm. mushroom, the marshmallow off the stick. <laughs> and then num, 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 num. Have a little. And then num, 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 num. Okay, call it like a, like a little squirrel. Mm, exactly. mm, 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 mm. That's called a s'more for anyone who doesn't know. A s'more. A s'more. S'more I, of that, I please. Could find a better word. Huh? No. Give me s'more, please. Give me s'more. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How many dads in the US made this joke already? Uh, I, I think s'more. I, I forgot. How do you call There's a term for words that sound like what they describe. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Onomatopoeia? Yeah. yeah. That's that's what it wow, you're smart. Oh my god. <laughs> that was one you. of those big I words. I told you. <laughs> we we prepared that. <laughs> we did not. How <laughs> dare you? Yeah, we, we, we discussed that we didn't want to do that. <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, he's he's smart. Yeah. Or she. They. You don't know. Um but yeah, I think it's a good word. It's almost—it's the sound of pulling that marshmallow, huh? Also yeah, kind of totally. Shmore, it's, it's shmoring <laughs> yeah, between exactly. the biscuits, and that's mm. how you use your your how you talk afterwards. So that's the cool. episode. Thank you, everyone. Uh, yeah, next time we're gonna do something new. I'm not gonna tell you yet, but um, we're gonna include one of those stupid, annoying trends that everyone's talking about on LinkedIn in our bubble. Um, and and see what uh, the A to the I has to say to our podcast. Oh, and um, maybe it's going to be really bad auto-generated questions. Uh, maybe they're fun. Let's see. Yeah. We're definitely going to bitch about uh, how our advertising bubble talks about AI on LinkedIn. Love it. Love it. Um, because we hate it. Yes. And we love it. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Okay, goodbye. Presented Bye. by Lavazza. Lavazza. Mm. Solo con Giotto. Cheers. Bye.